Welcome to the Daily Pause. It is day 11, March the 6th. This is a podcast dedicated to waiting on God, and I'm here again with my good friend John Rayborn. He is one of our stellar uh, leaders of the uh, Chi Alpha team that ministers at the University of Oregon, and I'm grateful to have him back again today. Hey, John. Hey, Pastor Van. He's going to be praying for and reading for us in just a few moments, but I hope that you're finding time during this Lenten season to to wait before the Lord, to have prayers, prayers of petition, but also prayers of request uh, that he would fill your heart more and more. He wants to do that. He wants to have personal relationship with you. And so we, we've been learning how to be quiet before the Lord, to listen for his voice. Um, not like some Eastern meditation where you clear your mind out and try to just have peace, but to open our hearts and to declutter our mind so that we can focus on the person and work of Jesus and that we would hear his voice more clearly like Samuel when he spoke. So maybe we could respond today, Lord, here am I. Speak for your servant is listening. Let's spend a few moments of quiet. Begin now. Abba, Abba Father, for you all things are possible. Abba is the special word Jesus uses to address God. Roman Catholic priest Albert Nolan points out, as a way of addressing and referring to God, it was unique. This term combines deep reverence, warm intimacy, and confident trust that displays the kind of relationship Jesus shares with his heavenly parent. But Jesus takes this term one step further. Not only does Jesus express this familial relationship with God, but he also wants his followers to do the same. When they pray, Jesus tells his disciples to say, Father. They can share in the same kind of intimate relationship with God that Jesus has. The wonderful news is that we can too. When we open our hearts to the spirit of Jesus, we are enabled to cry out, Abba. Now we also can begin to live as Abba's children knowing we are deeply loved and cherished, held in the timeless embrace from which we can never be separated. Daily practice. Take this word, Abba, into all your activities today. Whisper it often to express your heart's intention to be in touch with God in the middle of all you do. Thank you. John, where were you born and raised? Arlington, Washington. Yeah. Mom and dad, brothers and sisters? Mom and dad and six brothers and sisters. Whoa. You learn to eat fast with that many people at the yep. house. Huh? And I am the youngest. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Your image of God as father, has that ever been challenged? Has it been hard for you? Has it been something that's been more natural for you? It's been really hard. My relationship with my earthly father has been up and down and all over the place as I've grown up. Yeah. That's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Such an important part, and we, you know, as a dad myself, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a challenging thing to be, and it's a challenging thing to uh, to nurture those relationships. How have you learned to respond to God as Dad, as Abba Father? 
well, I'll be honest, I've, I've struggled, um, but I, I've had to um, notice him um, as my father that's different than my earthly father and that his love is unconditional. And I actually start with being loved. I don't have to earn his love. Right. Um, and that's, that's been, been a struggle. And I've only been able to uh, kind of relearn how to be a son in relationship with a father as I've encountered other father figures in my life. That's amazing. And what's crazy is I had a, a, for me, in a similar way, I had a pretty incredible dad. In fact, my three older brothers, I'm the fourth of five, okay. they, um, they had a different dad. Hmm. Same person, same exact person, but they had a different relationship with him. Okay. By the time my dad, I came along, my dad had learned to be more whatever. But I still had struggle with father image. Hmm. I think it really is a struggle for a lot of people, regardless if if it's been, it's more. I think when you don't have that good image, yeah. But um, learning to trust and not to try to earn. I think that's a huge piece that a lot of people struggle with, and that's what grace is all about. And I think I always tell people, I think you're going to struggle with the truth of grace that you don't earn God's favor, but He gives it to you for the rest of your life because it's so natural inside of us to think that we have to prove ourselves somehow. Maybe you'd pray over us that people who are listening today that may, there's probably a lot of us <laughs> that struggle with that father image would take a deep breath today and recognize again what Christ has brought us in terms of our relationship. And he's given us a spirit, as Roman says, of sonship whereby, and daughtership, I would say, mm-hmm. whereby we can cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father, would you show your sons and daughters who they are to you? Lord, I'm reminded of um, uh, my pastor from from my home church talking about um, how <laughs> your your fridge has my name on it. Lord, I, I pray that, that you would show your sons and daughters... Um, that you love them enough to care, care enough about them to, to put their name, their picture on your refrigerator. Um, Lord, I pray that throughout this week, we would understand that we can't earn your love. We, we literally cannot do enough, but that's okay because we don't have to do anything. You loved us before we could do anything for you. You chose us, you made us in your image, and you love us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We really do pray that that would be the reality of your day, that you would sense and know the affirming love of God, your Father in heaven, that he just loves you. You're his. You belong to him. That's our prayer for today. Thanks so much, John, for being with me and everyone for listening in. Until next time, bye-bye.